Know the Source on One Radio Network. Well, 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 very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and you've landed on OneRadioNetwork.com. We're streaming live. Hello, can I say that? Streaming live video. And (laughs) on One Radio Network and also the live audio. And then we put the archive shows on our front page and audio. And then up on BitChute, usually two or three hours after the show. And then you can pass them along to your friends and write comments and get snarky or don't get snarky. Some people get snarky. Well, it's a beautiful morning here in Dripping Springs. It's a farmer's market day on Wednesday, so that's always exciting. We go see all the peeps, and I bring my girl, Doodle, the golden doodle, and she just, she's, you know, everybody loves her, because she'll just sit there and let people pet her until they get tired, and then she'll just go to the next person. <laughs> that's, that's, she, she loves to, to go to the farmer's market. Well, it is a Wednesday. It's the 31st of May. And we are going to be visited once again by one of our faves and very popular around here, Darko Valchek. He's at a word, darkovalchek.wordpress.com. And he is a, a veterinarian by trade. And he lives down, well, he was trained as a veterinarian and then he, he went straight and, and then got into all kinds of natural things. And he's very um, um, fluent and fluent and all kinds of fun things when regarding our health and our well-being. And we're doing some things with salt, experimenting with them. Many of you are trying it. I'm getting some good results for that. So let's go down the rainforest. Say hi to Darko. Uh, Mr. Darko, good morning. How are you? Hello. Hello, Patrick. Glad to be here. It's always fun. Yeah, always fun. As my Uncle Tony used to yeah. say, I'm glad to be anywhere these days, just so I'm above ground take, taking nourishment, right? That's it. As long as it's above ground, this is a good good Uh, sign. It's always a good sign when we are. So just to recap some of your background, Darko, you you actually were a trained veterinarian. And uh, I've been told by uh, quite a few people over the years that the veterinarian training is one of the best training one can get to to learn about the human condition. Is, Is that true? Well, I think that veterinarians have um, the best grasp on diet. On diet. Uh, on diet, because they actually study the digestion, huh. unlike any other professions, because they genuinely want to help the animals to prosper from a good diet. So they actually, um, as a business venture, they are profitable. So not only that you try to give the animal the adequate diet for that breed so eggs can um, chicken can can give more eggs and bees can produce more honey and, uh, and and cows can get more milk but also <laughs> you give them the right salt and not the toxic one that is being given to us because you don't want the animal to die you want the animal to prosper for your profit so uh, this is one trick when people ask me, well, Darko, which salt shall we get? Well, if you don't want to uh, be too much baffled about the quality of the salt, just go to a veterinary supply and get a sea salt for animals 
and you'll be okay because they always give the best to the enemy. Uh, yeah. Um, did somebody somebody on Zoom? Did you just check in on Zoom? Hello, somebody there? No. No. Um, so if you're on Zoom, like, uh, would you please just hang up because the Zoom thing doesn't work. We've tried to make it work for a guest, and we need to work on that. And see if we can. So I appreciate it if you just disconnect. It's not a problem, but um, I, we might. I don't know. Okay. So, um, but animals are four-legged. They're generally carnivores, right? Generally carnivores, correct? Mm, well, we have uh, three types of animals. Um, especially mammals, for example. We have uh, the herbivores that strictly eat plants, uh, greenery. Then we have the other spectrum, which is strict carnivores. Those are the cats. And then everything else in between are omnivores, but omnivores uh, could be geared more to the meat spectrum or more to the vegetable spectrum. Okay, so depending where you fit in there, and humans actually fit more to the carnivore spectrum, uh, like bear, uh, like wolf. Uh, we are omnivores that eat meat and fruits. Nothing else is supposed to be our food. And um, a horse, for example, is uh, omnivore on the other side of the spectrum or to the grass and greenery that also can thrive on meat. So uh, this is uh, very confusing to many, including veterinarians, because they, they simply don't think in this. Let's go ahead and do the, uh, talk, to, uh, talk to new people about the protocol, and then we'll, we'll dig in. Sorry. Okay. Well, the only reason why we are sick is because we eat the wrong food, and uh, we deprive ourselves of minerals uh, by avoiding salt. And uh, uh, why do we need salt? Because carnivores basically do not need to have additional salt resource. Herbivores do. Uh, and uh, since we started eating more and more plants, we are more and more mineral depleted. So we have to use salt, but then we are being told not to have salt, which uh, drains our, our body out of uh, fluids, out of uh, plasma. Our blood becomes thick and it cannot cleanse. And when it cannot cleanse, the toxic blood creates problems in our body which we call symptoms or diseases. Mm -hmm. So I have created a protocol, which I call it self-healers protocol. And uh, it's, you know, when people hear about protocol, they think, okay, so for some time, certain period of time, you do something and then you heal or feel better and that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, this protocol is nothing more than guide to healthy living. So it shows you what you should eat and how you should hydrate so your body cannot only prosper but also heal itself. Because um, every organism is cre created as a self-healing organism. So our body heals itself by itself 
But to do that, we have to stop poisoning it and we have to give it what it needs to function correctly. And um, our, our body is electroconductive, so it's actually electronic robot. And what we call energy is electricity, elect- electrical current. And um, for electric current to flow in a body, it needs conductive medium. Water by itself is not electroconductive. It has to be turned into ionic state, or we call it plasma. And it's being done through mineralizing it. So you put minerals inside, they become anions, cations, and they conduct electrical current. And this way, electricity flows, energy flows through the body. Uh, Since we are deprived of salt, we are always being told, no, no, don't take salt, it's bad for you, you're going to have high blood pressure, you're going to have all kinds of problems with kidneys and water retention. So um, this is what they teach us in medical school. And then we spew it out to our clients and we are actually just spreading the misinformation uh, because it's incorrect. And uh, the biggest problem is when people want to follow uh, the protocol, it's always the phobia of salt. Well, I'm taking too much salt and I'm having this and that and must be because of the salt. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a fearful state and fear is what uh, draws the most energy out of our body because uh, the biggest user of energy in the body, electricity, is our brain. And the biggest reason why this is so is uh, thinking (laughs) because what thought is, is actually transmission of electromagnetic waves. You use a lot of energy to do that and nowhere you transmit as much as when you are in fear. Wow. So uh, so there's a difference between thinking, saying, I really need to go to the store because I'm running out of salt. That's some take some energy and some water. Or, yeah. man, if I don't get that salt, I'm going to die. Something like that, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, so there's a different energy drain in the body. Just the, is it the yeah. emotion or just when we... What do you think? Yeah. What's going you are, on? Yeah. You are creating toxic emotion. Yeah. And toxic emotion is energy out of cue. It's like you take uh, your guitar mm-hmm. and you now stretch one string more than others. Yeah. And yeah, you can still play, but it sounds like crap. <laughs> you know, and this is what creates these emotional this is why you can have positive emotion, which is actually fine-tuning this process, and then you have the negative emotion which is taking it out of cue. So, so this is a real spiritual thing we're talking about because it's the, I would, I would argue that it's, it's we're in, we're in a place where we're not trusting God, trusting that we're good, trusting that we can heal, trusting that everything's going to be okay as long as we work, <laughs> earn money or whatever. Right. As long, when we get out of that balance, Darko, then it's almost like it's a way that we can learn how to trust more. And, and know that we heal. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like a way to show us that we're, that we're just out of balance. Does that seem, make sense to you? Well, this <clears throat> is, uh, every experience in our life is just experience. And it depends on the way how our ego 
uh, sees it and looks at it, yeah. the experience becomes positive or becomes negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so of course you can say, well, how can killing a child be a positive experience? Okay, so of course there are certain exceptional rule always, but in general, even if accident happens, for example, if you hit someone with a car, uh, you got hurt. So you may look at it, wow, this is really bad experience. Well, but you got hurt, well, probably there is something you will benefit from in the future. Maybe you will drive differently and avoid a really big, big thing. Uh, or you are going to implement later on, like what happened to me, that uh, I start understanding my body a little bit better after the accident. And it was uh, really awakening, one of the awakening processes, yeah. being in very big accident. Yeah. So, you, and, and whenever you look at something from a negative point, you are actually skewing the frequency the wrong way. And then it leaves the imprint. Yes. Uh, usually the nice things, we kind of forget. We, we, we don't... Um, pay too much attention to good things that happen in our life, but we always recall the bad things. Yeah. Okay, and this is like we say, or oh, do not to repeat them, so you remember them. Well, as soon as you put it in your consciousness, yeah. the next thing from being in your consciousness to your reality is just little jump of empowering your ego to give it some trust, faith. So, Whatever you think of can easily become your reality. And whatever you say, well, I have to memorize this so I don't repeat it. Well, you are most likely going to repeat it because it's right there in your mind. And this is your following reaction. You know, it's contrary to what we think and contrary to what we are being told. And it makes sense too when when we have a, a negative thought and if we if we buy into that that thought could actually harm be harmful to us and we have another thought saying i don't like that thought that gives more energy to the original thought and that's why it comes back right. and that's why it comes back right right <laughs> that's why. yeah exactly exactly because uh, the word no is just negative negative yeah does not yeah but it doesn't mean that when you say uh, oh, I'm I'm never ever going to do something like this, okay? And it's a bad thing that you are thinking about. Right. Well, you are thinking of a bad thing, so you're already about to manifest it, and then the no is just amplifying this same negativity. That's brilliant. Yeah, I know you're right. I've seen this in my life, in my meditations, in my you know my spiritual exercises. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, and because it's so simple and so obvious, but if we don't look at it and learn it, well, we can go lifetimes and just keep going the same, the same circle, right? Keep reincarnating and reincarnating well, back, back, and say, I don't know what's going on why, here. I keep doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, this is why the message always is: do not look back. And yeah. if you don't want to, something to happen, don't mention it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Yeah. Which, which. Uh, is actually contrary to what we are being told in the school. You sure. have to learn this so you don't repeat it. Sure, sure, <laughs> okay, sure. It's contrary. And it's just contrary to what the reality is. Because Darko, I, I believe, in my experience, is that what I used to look at thoughts 
as some kind of a, I don't know, streaming thing, you know, the yogic thing across the, the clouds, you know, passing by, you know, and you could just look at these thoughts until the cows come home because they don't stop, right? You could just, yeah. you know, right. But, but I don't think it's like that. I think thoughts are a state of consciousness. You know what I mean? It is, it is in that ever-present now, the thought that I'm going to run out of money, right, is there, and the, if you have it, and the only way I know to go forward is to just go to a, another state of consciousness where you're happy. And that's it. I don't know any other way to deal right. about it, right? Do you, do you agree with that? Right. Right, because uh, thought is broadcasting of frequency. Broadcasting okay? and of the frequency. frequency represents, yeah, because um, every everything we see everything we do every everything we want to do yes. is based on frequency so frequency is being deciphered through the brain and is being put meaning to it to manifest in a way it was programmed because we are programmed thing program beings so frequency just turns into what it what it should signify in your reality as long as you don't broadcast you don't have thoughts, but the the imprint is staying in your in your brain. It is in your consciousness. It's in your brain. Will be in your auric energy. And uh, the when it create as, when it's being manifested as a thought, it means your ego has chosen to focus on it. Yes. Yeah. So as long as if the thought comes, well, your ego is picking up and pulling out and matter, um, showing up these frequencies. Now, uh, you can control your ego. Ego is consciousness of your physicality. Yes, we're conscious so that I'm Darko you, or Patrick. We're conscious right. of that, right? So, yeah. Right. So the conscious, the only way consciously you can stop certain thoughts to come if you focus on different thoughts. Or stop focusing on any, which is the most difficult thing to do, not to think about anything. Exactly. exactly. You know, I, I just so appreciate you. You're one of the few people that I've talked to ever, a couple of my teachers and, and other people, that really get this. And when I talk about it, people think I'm crazy, you know, because, no. and you know what I'm saying, and I'm not criticizing them, but... Folks, if you really understand what, what Darko's saying right here and we're, and we're communicating, you could get to a point where you never have to ever concern yourself with any outside source trying to make you do something or a negative thought to screw up your life, right? And I'm sure that most people listening today and most of us have always thought about this idea. Boy, if, my, if, I, if I could just have no more negative thoughts in my consciousness, I would be a happy person, right? I would just be happy because every be happy thoughts. And and once we understand how this works, we can do that. We can learn how this works, right? We can just learn. But it's difficult. Oh, it's no, no I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's yeah. easy. I've been crazy my whole life and I'm just figuring out the last few years, you know, you know, 70 yeah. years. So this I, is why... <laughs> If you think of brain as being a computer, yes. So let's say 
you can fracture it well better better separate it so let's say you have a three computers and in one you just uh, download happy things good movies comedies happy occasions and in one you program only bad stuff yeah nothing good just bad 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 you're, you're just theorizing then, here if we have three computers right right okay. right okay. and and the third one if you have a little bit of one and a little bit of the other so now <laughs> we always say we always think that uh people are, are harming us they can go and they can do something in our mind and create bad things right well if your brain is the computer that is uh loaded only with good stuff because you think of everything as a positive you always look at the light yeah then no matter what they do the only thing that comes out will be the positive look at it so if your neighbor has a again dog that constantly comes and shits in front of your door and you keep telling the neighbor about it and if your neighbor is becoming nasty towards you and start uh, showing your finger whatever now if you are only loaded with the good thoughts then you just ask okay god forgive him yeah he's crazy he does not know what he's doing he doesn't so know what he's doing. It, yeah it doesn't phase you but if you have in you also the bad programming okay and more of the bad programming you have the worst reaction you're going to have so he shows you finger while well, you show him this he shows you that you show him something else and then he takes out machete you pull out the gun and pingo <laughs> you go into disaster all right and this is all depending not on him on, on us this is your reaction towards the event towards what something that is occurring mm. and i'm talking about uh, let's say crazy neighbor but this could be anything any any event in your life somebody cuts you off on the street with a car and you can raise the hell you know like a karen and go and bang and scream or you can just say Ooh, sorry my friend be more careful next time you know and that's all and, and, and there's a big difference in those two reactions huge difference huge yeah because when you react positively then you are not draining yourself of energy right right and and you are not creating because everything stays as an electromagnetic imprint inside of our auric field yeah i want to talk about and, that but keep going yeah well, i'll get back to the imprint. yeah and, and then what happens is that if you react badly well again you are creating this imprint yes and then it will haunt you unless you release it and it will always be back and it interferes with the proper flow of energy in your body yeah so cleansing is necessary yeah and we'll talk about cleansing i think one of the biggest challenges with all of us until we start to get this is that we get kind of so clogged up with negative vibrations that when we do flip the bird to the guy who cut us off we don't feel a whole lot different differently from what we were i mean we were pretty just not all that happy anyway you know what i'm saying most god love them yeah. people are going through living lives of quiet desperation as they say so they but as you get into this more and more and more and more you actually feel it right more succinctly when you do fall off the wagon if you will you know uh, the other day yeah, i was on a, the other day i was on the phone with some i don't know it was some kind of a i don't even remember what it was but i was i was talking to a person 
in India, they were supposed to be helping me with something, you know, the, you know, on the phone. And they, God love them, these people have no idea what they're doing. You know, they can hardly speak English. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, this is what the way, the way of the world with service or support or whatever it was, support, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I, I was, I started to get frustrated and angry. And after about 10 seconds, I really felt it in my body. You know, it's just like, whoa. And I just took a breath and I just started being really sweet. Well, maybe you could help me. And I caught it, you know. But the difference between yeah, yeah. that, you know, going after somebody for not being able to understand you and just dealing with it and being sweet and lovable and patient is huge. I mean, and you could feel it in your body. And I just got off the phone and I, I thank God that I saw that, that that's how impactful this stuff is, Darko. Wow. wow. Yeah. Same like, you know, people here have a habit of burning garbage. Burning garbage. And burning garbage. Okay. And because they're in a jungle, you know, so now <laughs> they have a, what they call chakra, a little property out in a jungle. Mm -hmm. Well, when you are there, you can burn. But when you are in a village, then you burn something and all your neighbors are suffocating. Uh, especially here, I'm a little bit higher and everything is open. It's the tropics. So somebody makes a fire, smoke comes in, you can hardly breathe. And your initial reaction is, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so you go out. <laughs> of course, my, my lovely wife comes and just goes, hey, stop it. And she goes out and goes to the neighbor and says, Oh, what are you doing? And they say, well, you're burning this. Uh, she says, oh, this is very nice that you are taking care of this <laughs> garbage and stuff. But, you know, is it possible that, you know, we can collect it? And I give you bags and you put it in a bag mm. so there is no smoke because we can. You know, so talk to them there, gives them a bag and it's smoothed out so beautifully. No big deal, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. Again, I'm learning. I'm learning myself. We all do know, because we, we all we, know it. Yeah, we all know it, but you, we get caught <laughs> up in it. You know, the, the yeah. most, to me, the most fascinating thing about all this, if humans knew, and this is what I want to make movies about and write about, you know, make films about what we're talking about, and I've written yeah. three screenplays, if humans actually knew how powerful it is of what we believe and what we think and what we accept is real, you know, Everybody has the ability to change their life to peace, love, and hippie beads. I mean, we really do. We're going to mess up and forget every now and then, but who cares? So you just say, oh, well, that was stupid. You know, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Right? Well, it is great when, when you can catch yourself. Yeah, when you catch it, yeah. Just before you react or when you start reacting, and yeah. then you phase it down. It's a, it's a beginning to, of awakening. That's, that's what really spiritual growth is, right? When we... Yeah. And we're seeing, oh, well, that's interesting. I don't need to do that anymore. Right, right. Uh, catching yourself, this is big thing, because very often in the past, uh, my friends would come and tell me, oh, you are so bossy. I, you know, and I'm bossy, well, I don't see it. And then I tell them, okay, so you tell me when I'm bossy. Bossy? Show, meaning, show, meaning yeah. what does that mean, bossy? Like I'm uh, I'm a... Uh, um, demanding yeah. demanding and maybe talking a little harsher yeah right i do that too and sometimes I, said, you know, I do that yeah 
it's subconscious. Yeah. So uh, I told him, okay, so next time you tell me when it happens. And then I would be caught. I start talking and, and uh-huh, you listen to yourself right now. <laughs> and I stop and, oh, shit, this, this is really, you know, I'm, I'm, I was unaware of this yeah. until it was pointed to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then once when you are caught, one when you caught yourself, catch yourself, it's easier next time because automatically you start catching it, and then you start even preventing it. You you get right. up angry, and then before you actually react, you take a breath, you calm down a little bit, and then you see. Okay, well, uh, let's see how we can do it in the gloves. You know, <laughs> let's do something. <laughs> I I think it's fun sometimes. I. Um, I, I don't like it when I get preachy, you know, because I get so excited about this stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and I sometimes I sound like I'm preaching, like I'm trying to, you know, convince them. And I don't like it, and I catch myself. So, you know, I'm looking in the camera, and I, and I breathe and say, okay. And I say to myself, all right, just take a breath, and you'll be fine. You don't need to convince anybody of anything. It, it's funny, though, how we, we, we understand some things that are really cool and, and, and real, like we're talking about. And it's like we want to, help everybody understand it like right now you know it's it doesn't work though does it it doesn't work yeah but even understanding it we still screw up occasionally you know, you know sure. it just you get caught in a moment and it takes a little longer to process it you already did the damage before you start <laughs> resolving it and trying to That's right. hash it out so when we do kind of dumb things and you, let's talk about this imprints um say we say we got out of we, we fell asleep for 30 minutes and really got into some kind of anger or weird thing for 30 minutes. We could be pretty strong. I mean, that'd be a lot before we catch ourselves. Yeah. So this, this imprints, it, the mind and the brain are together, right? They're kind of software and hardware. Right. Right? So then the brain gets kind of imprinted and that's into all the body as well. It could be organs and muscles and anything, right? So does it... Well... Go ahead. But... Uh, yeah, you can. How do you how do you view that? You can think of it. You can think of a brain as a computer itself. Yes. And mind is actually the uh, the consciousness of your physicality of ego yeah. that now decides what to take out from the computer, what information it wants. Yes. Okay, and takes it out. So, a brain is the passive hardware 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 and software but you need someone to actually uh activate something to so for the computer to work you have to give it command and the one who gives a command is actually your mind uh, it's your ego through what we call mind but aren't we as soul the programmer of the mind because if we allow the mind to run our life, well, then it's bonkers because it's always yes and no and good and bad and, you know, delight and dark and the whole thing, right? Well, this is why the mind has to be always in uh, consciousness with the soul. Okay, yeah. But what happened is that we allow our mind to run rampant because mind... Our ego uh, basically is conscious of the reality and the subconsciousness to get in touch with your um, 
so doesn't happen on a command if you pay too much attention to your physicality so well, the more you listen to uh, bad music the more you are uh, in a group of people with particular way of thinking and uh, based on materialistic thing not saying that uh, uh, living in abundance is a bad thing far from it but concentrate only on this stuff and ignoring actually the spiritual aspect of it this is what separates now you your ego and your soul and the more you emphasize one away from the other yeah the more disconnected you become the more soul is in there the less uh empathic you become because it doesn't matter to step on someone's toe just to get what you want mm -hmm. and more you separate then you don't even feel sympathy anymore you just you you cherish your triumphs oh i managed to get what he has okay he is now in a, a, a homeless and doesn't have anything but uh, i showed him i am now the strong one and okay so th this is all bad thinking yeah uh, and this is this is when the mind takes over your ego takes over and only can do it if it separates from a soul so how do the bad guys uh separate from a soul by doing blood offering okay killing something even killing a chicken this is bad omens oh is that what that's so, all about with the killing things huh? this is all on what's about hmm. to separate the soul to become less sensitive and less sensitive you are the more agreement you are with what we call the evil and this is why the highest ranking uh demonic beings they sacrifice somewhere directly from their family their child their relative okay because it's not hard it's not easy to kill somebody that you live with all the time you really have to be heartless to do that no completely separate from the soul so to prove to to those people that you want to join and and be equal to them you have to do this in your own family so every 33rd degree master of uh i don't know masonry Mason, or any yeah. of these organizations yeah they have to commit some atrocity like this and um, this is why when i look at the bible i see it right there on the front page god sacrifices his own son okay to me this is demoniac stuff because god creator never wants any sacrifice yeah okay he just gave us card blanche to create okay not doesn't need anything from us yeah and with, but, with all due respect to the bible people and god love them they they're good people that really but this idea that somebody had to die like Jesus to to get rid of our sins, come on! It's it's you know it's come on. I don't yeah. that's just made up. And stuff. Another, that's just and made another up. thing come on. that we are born in sin. You're born Child in sin. Really? is already sinner. Really? <laughs> really? It's just not well, true. This is, uh, just not true. 
It's just not true. Yeah. Well, well one of my uh, one of my spiritual teachers years ago told me something. I think you'll like this. Um, long ago, they would do a ceremony with the babies, and they would put water over their head, right? And the yeah. the, the idea of the ceremony was to keep the opening at the top of their head open so they could come and go and leave their body through the top of their head and talk to God whenever they wanted. That was the idea that they did. That's where the whole baptism thing started. They used to keep this opening open, the the baby soft spot, because many times little babies go back and forth, you know, to other realities through the top of their head. I think they do this in the womb, too. I'm not sure, but I think they go back and forth till maybe they take their first breath. I don't know. But then this, what happened was the Christians turned this whole thing into sin, and then you had to get baptized to wash away the sin. But it was, it's just made up. It, you know, yep. somebody just made it up, you know, long ago. Wow. Just made up. It's all, every religion is manipulated. Yeah. You know, they just make so, it up. <laughs> just make it up. Yeah, but we should go away from religion because you're going to lose ninety percent of your of your <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I know. Yeah, case, yeah. I shouldn't even say stuff like that because I know people <laughs> believe in the Bible and all that. So you know, do what you want. But I don't. I, I know you're you're right. I lose them all the time, brother. Because I'm pretty crazy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> pretty crazy. Okay, Darko Velchak is there. Otherwise, we're losing listeners. We're trying to keep some of you. So uh, join us at Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. What do you think about all this stuff? Come on in and join us. Email uh, Patrick OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me do a little thing here. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried uh, this product. That we like. We really like colostrum. It's a nice product. And it's uh, made from real mucous. Yeah, mucous colostrum. It's the uh, the first uh, the milking of these guys, and it's uh, got a lot of growth factors and stuff. Actually, I want to do the I want to do the pine pollen. I haven't done that one in a while. I like this product. It's actually from pine trees. It's just pollen from the trees. Listen. The first supplement I like to take in the morning, right after I wake up, is pine pollen pure potency or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of Cirque Rival's supplements can be taken any time of day, but pine pollen pure potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle, and that's because in addition to that subtle 
subtle pine flavor. There's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen, pure potency. We like this product. Uh, it's a great one. I think you'll enjoy it. They also have shaga and reishi, uh, fruity and body uh, mushroom things, uh, colostrum, elk velvet antler, um, whatever. Oh, this one too. There's a, here's a little digestive bitters. They're just little orange and different uh, cool bitters. And that helps Mr. Um, gallbladder and stuff like that. It's any Sir Thrival link on one radio network. Com. About four years ago, it'll be four years in August, we became aware of hydrogen, molecular hydrogen, and um, we have uh, the machine now that we sell. Um, it's been about six months for this new one. We, we, it's an upgrade from what we were doing. It's a, a pure grade of hydrogen. It's very quiet, and the biggest reason we changed to the holy hydrogen is because there's no maintenance. Uh, the other one had quite a bit of maintenance. Uh, you had to drain it and things like that. People, Some people had an issue with it. So, And then they also do financing for this one. But you can breathe this gas as much as you want, and you can drink the water, make hydrogen water. It structures it up a bit, and it's, a, it's just a food, really. It's just an energetic uh, vibration thing. It doesn't kill anything because, in our opinion, there's nothing to kill uh, except time, and there's no time, so there's nothing to kill. So... <laughs> so uh, hydrogen is a, is a wonderful thing to, to drink the water and breathe the gas, and we think you'll like it. And go on One Radio Network, use promo code One Radio, and uh, find yourself some hydrogen. Get a hydrogen, hydrogen machine, and uh, I think you'll like it. And you can, you can uh, do a six months or a year. You can finance it over one year. Molecular Hydrogen, OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Deep in the heart of um, the Amazon rainforest is Darko Belchek. Um, you know, it was interesting when you were talking about salt and how, how many people that you work with, they have an issue, you know, I, I'm afraid of this if I do too much or I don't do enough and all. And I saw it when I started doing the salt my little mind would come up every now and then and say, oh, you're just doing too much. Uh, or you can't, you know, I, but I didn't believe any of it. You know, I just move on because I, 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 I'm aware enough to know that's my mind just going crazy and not me, you know. But I, I understand how people can, you know, believe all of these things about salt because it's been programmed into it for so, into us for so long. Huh? Well, we are learning about this from a primary school and then all the way, all the time. I mean, it's always in our face. Don't take salt. Don't take salt. As little as possible. And what is funny, we see that all the herbivores need to um, get to some salt beds. And if you are farmers and you have cows, sheep, goats, you have to provide them with the salt. Mm -hmm. And now the ones in a human diet, the ones that really are battling against the salt are really the 
vegetarians and vegans are actually vegans. They need they, it, they need it more than the soul. They need and they need it very more than anybody else, but they are strictly against it. Oh. But so when we eat animal foods, as many people do, I do, and you, I know you do, uh, raw milk and eggs and meat, uh, there's more sodium, there's more salt in there we don't need as much? Uh, well, uh, animals cannot survive without being properly mineralized because simply blood is plasma. So uh, everything, uh, every cell is loaded with plasma. Not water, but plasma. So when you eat that kind of stuff, again, raw, because when you're um, when you're cooking it, you are breaking protein, you are coagulating it, it releases water. It, then the uh, final result is actually non-edible stuff, uh, very difficult to digest. This is why, again, we have to understand that all the information about health are being... Uh, being um, controlled through the cabal, a Rockefeller Foundation. Yes, yeah. And we know that everything what they say is contrary to the truth. This is how devil operates. Okay, <laughs> it's, totally so opposite, whenever, right? it's totally opposite. It's totally opposite. Totally opposite. Okay. Totally. <laughs> so when they tell you, don't eat salt, eat as much of it as you can. But again, not the one that they tell you. They tell you first, well, you need the one iodized, and this is why you should eat table salt, yeah. right? Well, it's poisonous, so you should not eat it. And then they give you alternative through alternative so-called medicine, through um, through the, uh, the, the, the supplements pushers. And what is the alternative salt being promoted? Himalayan pink salt. Pink salt, right. Okay? Yeah, and the Himalayan pink salt is... Uh, severely depleted of minerals, uh, almost has no uh, magnesium left in it, and it is radioactive. Wow. So it is it is actually very toxic. So they give you alternative, but the alternative is as bad as the original stuff, <laughs> you know, and people just cannot get it. Well, I'm well, good salt is expensive salt. Well, it so is not a good What we just want is pure sun-dried sea salt and you can see on the label and see how they do it or go on their website and really right. really look and see how they do this it's just sun-dried right. that's it and it has all the mineral because because uh, salt fre- well, i call it fresh sea salt yeah. you know so that salt is loaded with magnesium and this is why it is trapping the humidity and uh, ah. of course you when you buy it in a in a, a sealed plastic bag it may feel like it's uh, dry, but as soon as you open the bag and you pour it somewhere, in a matter of hours, it starts becoming heavy and it's soaking the moisture because it's soaking it from the air because of high percentage of magnesium, which you do not have in any other salt but freshly harvested sea salt. The longer the salt stays out of the uh, water, the more it will sweat and it is going to uh, eliminate some of those minerals and get, become depleted of magnesium and less uh, powerful for cleansing purposes and to work in your body. What are your theories or do we have any, do we know how people three, four, five, six hundred thousand years ago dealt with the salt? Did people understand it and 
You salt, or do we know? Well, contrary to the belief that uh, originally we were fruit eaters, you know, we as a people, we can see it uh, by the way how our body stores the food. We were animal eaters. We, we eat animals, yeah. okay? And uh, by doing so, we always are well mineralized because every animal is well mineralized. So no carnivore needs to supplement with salt. It's enough to drink water. Again, not rainwater because this is even impossible, but you drink water from river, which means the water already passed the soil, was mineralized in the soil and has a taste. There is a big difference if you try to drink a glass of water from a river or glass of rainwater. Huge difference Huge because difference. the one yeah. from, yeah, the, the, the rainwater has absolutely no taste, no minerals. But then it's a again huge difference between a water in a river and, and a sea. Because in a sea of concentration now of these minerals, and uh, this is why it is salty. Hmm. Uh, and our body has concentration of this, it's salty. You you cry, your tears are salty. Hmm. You sweat, your sweat is salty. So every time your body takes out the some kind of a toxin then it takes it out not with water but with plasma loses minerals and if you don't replenish them well you start getting dehydrated no matter how much water you drink if you if you don't mineralize yourself you become dehydrated because body is always trying to keep optimum electroconductivity and if it is becoming low on minerals it has to release water just to meet the electroconductive points together. Fascinating. And uh, mm. this is how our blood becomes thick. You can drink, you know, doctors will always tell you, you need to drink fluid, you are dehydrated. Well, fluid, fluid is a beer, but beer dehydrates you even more because it has alcohol and other stuff which are toxic that body has to eliminate and loses water by eliminating it. Mm. You know, so... You drink one beer and you urinate two <laughs> because you have to get rid of all this stuff. We're with Darko Valchak, V E L C E K, and his website is darkovalchak.wordpress.com. And about two months ago, I guess two months ago, I started doing a, uh, maybe three to four quarts of, of uh, I use the hydrogen water and then a heaping teaspoon of sea salt, right? And you, you drink this baby and you do maybe a quarter or two in the morning, and boy, you do this, and your little body will start, uh, what do you call it, uh, flushing out everything. It's like just... Everything. Everything. It's like crazy. Yeah. So, Darko, I've been doing this, and, and every now and then I email you, and but I've noticed, and especially the last week, which is really interesting, previous, knowing you were coming on, I, if I do all the water I was doing two months ago... I wouldn't be able to leave the bathroom. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like very much stronger. I'm getting the same effect with half as amount of water. I'm only doing like two quarts now. So what's going on? I'm getting, and, and I'm going two or three flushes in the morning. I mean, just crazy, just everything. Well, there is a, a toxicity in our body, 
gets stored. If we cannot eliminate it because we are low on plasma, so body does not have enough water to eliminate the stuff, then it will try to push it away from circulation, usually subcutaneous and connective tissue, but sometimes it will crystallize it, you know, in the kidneys and gallbladder, and it can crystallize it also underneath the skin or in joints. Those are all toxic elements that body could not expel because it was short on water, right. on plasma. And the uh, longer you are in that state, the more toxic overall you become. And less plasma your blood has and cannot detoxify, the, the, the blood becomes slightly more toxic all the time. And your cells start cringing. They don't like this toxicity. So they start closing the pores slowly and less water can come, less plasma can be pushed in. And what is important, less toxicity can come out. And cells stop hydrating and to detoxify their acids, they need plasma. And as they are releasing those acids, they themselves become dehydrated. Now, this is very slow process. It takes years and years to really dehydrate on cellular level. But how do you know when you are really dehydrated on cellular level? Just look at your skin. Mm -hmm. If you start seeing these little creases under, on your lip and underneath your eyes and all that, well, you are dehydrating on cellular level and your skin cells are showing it to you. What happens with your skin is happening with your organs. Mm. So you are getting, you are drying out, out like a prune. Mm. Plus, you are increasingly more and more toxic, which does your body does not really show you as long as blood is reasonably clean because it manages to somehow stay clean by, by shoving stuff around if you cannot release them. Uh, but you start having increased headaches, you start having increased joint pain, muscle pains. Okay, so all this is just sign of toxic blood. And uh, eventually, you are hit with a detox um, when your body is forced to let go of some more plasma just to get some of these toxins out. And uh, we call it the symptoms of flu. So you start having diarrhea, you feel nauseous, you get fever, fever because your body is trying to uh, raise the frequency to expel them through the skin. So all this we just have to understand that when you have these symptoms, you are not getting sick. You are getting cleansed to become a better. But then since we are being told the opposite, that you are getting sick and that the way to deal with this is to prevent this from happening, so you poison your body more, so body stops detoxifying and goes into preservation mode to self save itself so it locks, locks down. And this we call healing process. We call it, but it's not. So, okay, and yeah, so I, I get it. So in my case, do you think I should keep up with the four quarts or, or well what do you you know what it's happens, hard to say, right? Yeah. When you start, no, when you start detox, when you start hydrating, you are providing more plasma. So now body can start cleansing and it is geared to do that. So you start eliminating the toxins. At the beginning, you may feel terrible. Yeah. Some people actually vomit because this is how toxic they are. Uh, but if nothing that you get diarrhea, explosive diarrhea. Right. 
But what happens is that as soon as your blood gets cleaner, then you do not have these symptoms anymore. And it seems to you that everything is settling down, everything is fine. You still urinate a lot because through urine you are still eliminating. There is still plenty to eliminate. But what happened is that your blood became cleaner. And it usually takes about three weeks mm -hmm. when the blood blood becomes so clean that your cellular cellular receptor says, okay, I can hydrate the cell with this. And now your cells start hydrating, uh, engaging the osmotic pumps. Uh, to do that, they are actually producing potassium. They use sodium and bond it with oxygen to produce potassium. And uh, for this, they need extra energy. So we may feel more tired in this, when this occurs. But now since the cells are starting to hydrate, you need much more plasma because you, you one more. part of the plasma yeah one plasma is for hydrating uh, and um, of the blood and cleansing and now additional plasma you need for hydrating the cells and cleansing those so i have people that to avoid constipation or hard stool they have to drink up to eight liters of plasma a day you're kidding wow yeah and this is why the uh, your your stool becomes the dipstick that shows you how much plasma your body requires to do this process correctly. So and, uh, in my cases and other people that are doing this, and we got some emails from people who are doing this protocol. Um, so how do we know? I mean, if we are having explosive liquid diarrhea a couple times in the morning, sometimes three on a couple quarts and a couple heaping teaspoons, is that an indication that we should keep at that, or do we still want to try to do more, more? As water? long as you, as long as you have a diarrhea, it signifies that your body is not in a shortage of plasma. Okay. And it can do what it's doing. Okay. But if you start having uh, with a diarrhea, you start having like a pebble stool, right. stool, you know, like goat, like a little pieces. Well, this means that the soft stuff that's coming out is the toxic mucus that you are still eliminating and your stool becomes dry because your body is trying to reabsorb back every drop of water because it needs more plasma. Oh, so, so that's if you have you the, the liquid with the chunks of stuff, right? Yeah, with the chunks. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you have the chunks, it means your body requires more plasma. So Okay. Up it up. And mm. the morning plasma, the one liter or one and a half liter that you drink as soon as you open your eyes, this is to flush the system from the accumulation of the toxic mucus that came during the night. I see. So mm. you flush it off. And then during the day, you still have to drink your three or four liters of plasma to keep the system properly hydrated and going. Well, do you drink and, that uh, much for yourself? Still to this day, after all these years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Three or four liters uh, every day? Well, we are being exposed to very toxic stuff. Oh. Through air, through through water, through food. Uh, plus, we are very toxic on cellular level. And to cleanse the cells really well, it takes years. <laughs> because it takes years to really hydrate. It's a slow process. And it takes 
on much shorter time, but still it may take a couple of years or more to really hydrate and cleanse on cellular level. And whoever thinks otherwise, it's mistaken because I've seen it on on many uh, examples and on myself. Yeah. So it, it is a long process. You may not have any more symptoms of disease because you're providing your body with everything it needs. So it doesn't have to uh, let you know to change. So no symptom is required. But as soon as you are getting one symptom, it means your body is unsatisfied. You are doing something wrong. You should change. Okay. And the uh, first thing with the, with the humans, it's always the plasma thing. So if you start having uh, darker urine or smellier urine, immediately start putting more plasma more in your body yeah. because you are toxic and you have to flush this stuff out. So in a, in a, in a, in a healthy state, the urine is barely, almost all, just a little bit. Is just a little bit of yellow or is it just clear? Well, it could be completely clear because color, again, comes from nanoparticles of stuff that you are eliminating. Okay. So you may be eliminating toxins which are smaller than nanoparticle. They will not give you any color of the urine. Okay, so it will be transparent. And you may think, well, it's clear, it's, it's clean. Well, it's not clean. It's clear because the particles are too small to produce any change of color. Here's an email for you um, from Edward. A question for Darko. I started drinking four liters of water with sea salt, and after the second day, I got constipated. I interrupted the process. Then started again a few days later, and that happened again. But I stopped again because of that. I have no specific disease, and I do not. I do it for prevention and detox. How can I eliminate constipation without the extreme of enemas? So he was doing the salt, and he got constipated, and then he stopped. Yeah. And then, so what should he do? Yeah. What should this is this is because there was not enough salt put in there. Okay. So the amount of salt he put, the body was very happy to receive, but it was not enough to move. the body had to eliminate but it actually was very grateful oh i i just raised the level of plasma in my blood so you are holding the water in and then since you do this as soon as you do that it is like having being a river again that is in a drought garbage is on a shore as soon as the river start rising garbage goes back into the river so same is with our body you are dehydrated. So now you take some plasma, water with salt. You don't take enough salt to create surplus that body has to eliminate, but you actually increase the blood level in your circulation. So what happens? Some garbage gets tucked from that uh, stuff underneath the skin and in the tissue, gets put into the bloodstream, and body has to eliminate it, but now it does not have enough plasma. So it starts soaking as much as it can because it wants to really eliminate the stuff that you have now released, hmm. but you didn't drink enough. Okay, so uh, the thing is that when you start hydrating, you have to drink plenty of plasma, but if you want to drink less plasma and have the um, um, cleansing effect, then you have to make it very salty. I say 
always one teaspoon, heap teaspoon. But <laughs> now I see responses on my website because some of my uh, long-time friends who follow me for years, they start advising uh, people when they made their comments. Well, I don't know why Darko says one heap teaspoon. I'm using one heap tablespoon. Whoa. And this does it. Okay. Well, the problem is that I should probably go away from this teaspoon stuff yeah. and go into grams to say in grams how much. Because my heap teaspoon, first, there are different sizes of teaspoons. So I actually measured yesterday. Uh, no, this morning, because I thought maybe this will talk about it, and I want to write article about this, which I'm starting for tomorrow. I'll put it on my site. Uh, I actually measured how much salt I put in my teaspoon, and it was two, uh, 20, 25 grams. Well, 25 grams is a substantial amount of salt. When you mix this with a liter of water and you try to drink it, it really becomes almost hard to swallow because it's, it's very so saturated. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And when you do it, I guarantee you it will open you up because it's so much surplus that body has to eliminate that it will use the plasma that it already has in the blood just to eliminate the surplus. And you will go, you will have diarrhea in quickly within a half hour. So are you then recommending folks do 25 grams rather than a rounded teaspoon? Well, well. this is this is for average, uh, average toxic human. Uh, people who are usually elderly and have more chronic uh, symptoms, chronic diseases, what we call, they are very toxic. They have very toxic blood and toxic tissue. And they do not want to detoxify too fast because if they release from the tissue toxins already in very toxic blood, it can choke the system. This is why some people die when it's flu season because it basically chokes the system, the sudden release of toxins. So if you have a chronic problems, then you have to start slower. If you put less amount of salt, you have to put more, more, more water. So if you are getting constant, you don't want to go into too much salt because you feel that you want to be on the safe side. So you can put, let's say, 10 grams of salt per, per liter of water. And then if you do that and you start feeling constipated, then you drink six liters of plasma. And if you are still constipated, seven liters, eight liters, Okay, you have to increase tremendously wow. to go to the point where body only absorbs what it wants. Body doesn't absorb what it doesn't need. You, you can never overfill your system. So what it doesn't want to absorb, it stays in your colon and softens up the stool and you have no problems. It's not what we are being told, fiber, fiber, you need fiber, it's going to soften. This is nonsense. Fiber actually makes it worse. Uh, it is the amount of water that remains in a colon that is going to uh, let stool be either dry or soft or diarrhea. So, so let's um, let's kind of put a concise. If you could uh, paint a picture of what would be the best place you're going to be if you're going to experiment with this protocol, um, 
what would the condition of the stuff coming out be and how often? Is that a, you understand the question? Well, uh, everybody can safely take, let's say, six grams or up to 10 grams of salt per liter of water without compromising, well, without choking the system, okay? Without, no matter how toxic they are, it's not gonna do anything. But what will happen that if you are very toxic in a subcutaneous tissue, you start retaining water. And and, uh, usually, this is another very recent case of a doctor that uh, wants to prove me wrong, and he's a veget- vegan, uh-huh. vegetarian, but vegan now, and very healthy. And uh, you know, and uh, I told him that if he's uh, healthy, if, if everything is working correctly, no matter what amount of plasma or how much salt he puts in there, this is not going to increase blood pressure. Uh, and uh, he now drank uh, one teaspoon, whatever, I don't know how much exactly salt he put there, and uh, drank uh, two liters or three liters of this plasma. And his blood pressure that was perfect was uh, 70 over 120. For him, it's perfect. It jumped to 88 over 135. And he says, you see, uh, salt increases blood pressure. Well, increases because you are vegan. So what happens, your cells are dehydrated. Not terribly yet, but enough, your blood vessels are dehydrated, so they are not flexible enough. They lost elasticity. Mm-hmm. And that causes and, blood pressure to go rise. Right, and, and as you are drinking more plasma, you're actually creating more blood because your, your blood is becoming now um, more diluted. You have, you have more plasma in it. And since you increase volume, it is like putting water in a in a garden hose. More water you put, the stiffer is the hose. Yes. Okay. Same is with our our system. If it is not running correctly because um, it's dehydrated, it is going to show. I can put as much salt I want, and I don't don't have any increase in blood pressure. And I have a example also from uh, Serbia. One also a lady in medical field uh, she always she suffers from what we call low blood pressure her blood pressure is 50 to 90 in that range it doesn't go to 100 doesn't go up there and she thought that when she's going to start drinking plasma this will solve her problem because she sees it as a problem okay and then uh, after several months we're in contact she improved many things but then she says, Darko, I don't know, am I putting too much salt because I'm now putting way more than when I started and my blood pressure is very low. And I said, okay, so how low is your blood pressure? And she says, well, you know, I always suffered from low blood pressure. And she tells me the numbers and says, and now I'm putting so much salt and my pr- blood pressure is, and she repeats the same number, okay? And I tell her, and she asked me, uh, uh, is that dangerous taking so much salt? And I tell her, just read your letter that you wrote me and read it three times and think about what you wrote. You put as much, that much salt and your blood pressure did not change a bit. Well, the only explanation is that salt has absolutely nothing to do with our blood pressure. 
And then she goes, oh, you're right. <laughs> because we are so scared about the soul that once when we start doing it, we see every single thing that happened in our body, we start blaming it on the soul. Yeah. So when it gets a little bit higher, like in the case of the vegan, he, he just needed more water and salt. He just need to continue hmm. and allow his body and change the diet because if you are having certain toxic things that your cells do not want to absorb, they will not hydrate, no matter how clean your blood is, really? if this is present. Yeah. yeah. And there's and a lot of toxins in plants, we know that, right? Yeah. Any plant you take, you eat, you are not going to hydrate on cellular level. Guaranteed. That's crazy. It's like, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like so counterintuitive to what we've been taught probably for lifetimes, right? You gotta have you eat your vegetables. Yeah. yeah. And my recent experiment proves it. Having cacao, uh, consuming cacao every day, every evening, in five years, I dehydrated on cellular level so much that all my joints got loose. Really? Uh, everything started making noise again. And then I quickly realized, okay, wow, this is stupid. So as soon as I stopped eating now cacao, since I'm otherwise constantly hydrating and eating correctly, uh, the cellular detox was so strong and the pollution coming out was so big that I started losing hair. Really? From the cacao? Yeah. Oh, wow. From cacao. And this is, all, again, to prove all these uh, brainwashed, I call them schmucks, to be nice, <laughs> uh, when they say uh, the oxidative stress and we have to prevent oxidative stress by putting antioxidants. And every antioxidant actually is a poison, okay, that, that prevents cellular hydration. Um, most known antioxidants from plants are phenols, aromatic phenols, and they are all toxic. Really? Your cells will not hydrate with them. Wait a minute, I got something, some kind of, why is my audio, that's, can you hear me? This is just Yeah, I can hear you well. stupid. Why, where's my audio? Man, how's it possible? Oh, okay, I got it, okay. Thank you for that, somebody just sent me an email. <clears throat> yeah, my audio was off. So, <clears throat> I kind of lost my train of thought. Well, let's do this email and then we'll, uh, so thanks for that, yeah. I had my audio button off. It's always something. Man, I am such a Luddite. I, I tell you what, I, if I can go through a day without hurting myself on a computer, then I, you know, I, I feel good. You know, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> Hi, Patrick and Darko. Last time he mentioned a smoothie he makes that has raw eggs. I've heard that raw egg yolks are good, but not to eat raw egg whites because it interferes with biotin absorption. Is that true? And then he's got a second part. Um, I personally do not pay any attention to biochemistry <laughs> because I found it to be misleading. And uh, nothing really happens this way because it is all based on the notion that uh, our world is con is created by from particles called atoms. And this is incorrect. Um, it's all sacred geometry. And uh, uh, I've seen that like it is with uh, uh, this uh, oxidative stress and everybody claims, uh, 
about how it works, uh, transit transfer of electron. Well, if electrons don't exist, how can electron be transferred? Okay, so this is all our makeup. We are trying, we are trying to observe and through observation, trying to put things together and whatever makes sense to us, this is what we start calling science. Yes. Oh. And this is this is like uh, getting a body and taking it apart, peeling the skin, examining the skin, checking everything, and as you are destroying and cooking to, to break it with acid just to see what is in there, and then finding out a lot of garbage in between, and you don't make you cannot really make sense out of it other than you start creating something that makes sense how this should be. And this we call science. And over and over it's proven that the science we have and we believe gets shattered by new discovery. Yeah. yeah. Because it's all wrong science. And simply uh, look in the nature. If egg would be dangerous to eat, well, animals would not eat and every animals, every carnivore will gladly munch the whole egg. Okay, and uh, what is dangerous? But again, nobody says this, and this is obvious dangerous, is to heat up the egg white to a level that it coagulates. Because what is egg white? Egg white is very well hydrated protein, hmm. nothing else. So when you consume it, your body breaks it down into amino acids and pulls the amino acids and this is what is benefit of egg white and uh, egg yolk is fats and and um, and um, um, enzymes and, and uh, um, cholesterol on its own uh, 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 vitamins so this is egg yolk but egg white and when you cook it what happens when you raise the temperature of 55 degrees? It turns white. Now, what is this white? The white is the dehydrated protein, protein fiber, because it lost water, it coagulated, and it turned white. It is the same thing what happens with cataracts in your eye. It is the same thing that happens in inside of very dehydrated organs that we call them cirrhotic organs. Okay, so pure dehydration. And if you are cooking egg, you are creating a poisonous stuff because mm. you cannot digest it. Wow. You can you can make this experiment for yourself. Take uh, three eggs or four eggs, um, break them, mix them up, put a little bit of salt for better taste, and just drink them. I, pre I prefer to mix them up because uh, I don't like the... Um, the big concrete yolks of yeah. the mucus of, of yeah. the egg white. Yeah. Okay, so when you mix it with yolk, it's much more pleasant. Yeah. So you drink it this way, and you will see that you will feel fabulous. You will feel like you didn't need anything. You don't feel any difficulty digesting, and you get energized by it. And now take four eggs, hard boil them, and eat them. And you will feel like you ate, you swallowed a bomb because <laughs> like it a doesn't brick. digest. Yeah, it's like, like a brick. Yeah.
yeah, hard-boiled eggs especially. They taste great if yeah. you put salt on them, but man, they sit in your stomach and it's like, they ain't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this is why body cannot even digest it. So it has to create bacteria wow. that will start breaking it apart. And we call this rotting. And then you go to bathroom and this sulfuric gas comes out that will choke you. But this gas, your body is also absorbing. You are poisoning yourself by eating cooked meats, cooked proteins, overly cooked proteins. Yes, meat is toxic if you make it toxic. This is why all animal products should be eaten raw or as raw as, as raw you can as tolerate. Possible, right. Yeah, it's possible, raw. Right. Awesome. So sear them quickly and the inside will be all raw and the sear part you cannot digest so you will eliminate and no big deal <laughs> no big deal here's the second part of steve's question does one's body produce different enzymes and our acids to digest food depending on what you ate i think you just answered that question right they do yeah. just depending on what you eat they it'll do. produce different stuff right. right they will produce and this is what what creates your microflora it's not that you eat microflora your body produces it hmm. to help itself digest especially when you don't eat something correctly so more correctly you eat the less microflora you have but also better microflora you have to help you with digesting the good stuff uh when you eat raw meat or raw egg you basically it basically self-digests so there is almost no uh, garbage left behind this is why milk has uh, lactose which under influence of enzyme lactase in your intestine turns into fiber so you don't actually absorb uh, you know the, a lot of people who want to stay in ketogenic state they say well can i eat well, can i drink milk because they say that it has the carbohydrates meaning the lactose no but lactose actually turned into fiber of carbohydrate under influence of enzyme but now some people do not produce this enzyme and who are those people well those are the brainwashed vegans and vegetarians because they have shifted completely their digestive system to work completely differently and not for good but body adjusts so it can survive in the given circumstance body adjusts always to the environment this is why we have our genes to help us with this. 